This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, by the way, at this time, exact time yesterday, we were talking to Annie Kidder. Her outfit is People for Education. And uh, at that time, we were really focused on this particular aspect of education where a thousand uh, TDSB surplus teachers, or they'd been given their notice that they were uh, surplus teachers and it was uh, going to raise the hackles of many in the education system and so on and so forth. Uh, and I didn't have time to really focus on something else that our group, uh, again, People for Education, is calling for, and that is with the Doug Ford government saying they're going to ba- ban cell phone use in the classrooms come the fall. Uh, they're admonishing the premier and the government for taking what they think is a a counterproductive, even counterintuitive route, because they say uh, 64% of elementary and 93% of secondary schools already have a policy of bring your own device, be that a tablet, uh, be that uh, a smartphone, whatever, laptops into the classroom. And yet it's interesting because there has been a brouhaha surrounding the Ford government mandating that four of the 30 credits in secondary school be done online. So either they're adept at doing this or they're not. It's a good instrument for uh, the educational purposes. Let's find out uh, how Merritt styles these things. She's the NDP's education critic, and she's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Merritt, good to have you back on board. Good afternoon. Great to be here. All right. So this ban on cell phones and so on devices. Let me just ask you that obvious question. If uh, the kids are so adept at using this technology, why was there such an outcry that uh, four of the 30 credits in secondary school would be obtained online? Well, I think they're really different issues, and I'll tell you why. Um, You know, the fact that school boards are already, to some extent, encouraging students to bring their devices in and stuff so they can do little projects, et cetera, is really different than having a whole course taught online. And they're, right now, um, uh, they're about 4 or 5%, I think the same report said this, of students in the province at some point do an online course through their school boards. But that's a very low number. And the reason for that is it's really not a great option for a lot of students. And they know that and teachers know that. It, it just doesn't work for a lot of students. And the research shows that um, from other jurisdictions. And so even here in Ontario, looking at how successful it is for students. So it's a really different thing. And certainly, um, you know, we've been pointing out in the legislature over the last few days, too, that for many, many uh, students in this in this province, in like northern and rural communities, access to broad- broadband is a problem too, right? So there's lots of reasons why it will be difficult to move those courses online and not a great idea. But the issue around the cell phones is interesting because in Ray, it's already pointing out that this, this is kind of a whole pointless exercise, the government's, you know, this, this banning cell phones, because the truth is what they're doing is saying, well, we're making it optional to be banned. So I- I'm not sure it's going to really have a huge impact anyways. All right. Uh, so you support, though, the bring-your-own-device policies of these elementary and secondary schools? You know, I think that it really, de- I think it's really all about how teachers use it. So what we're finding is that teachers use them for kind of um, interesting ways, right? They might have students doing um, interesting, like, research projects and things using these devices. They're not, they have to also monitor what they're using them for. Like, we know we have a pretty cell phone-addicted society, and nobody wants us to be encouraging that. Um, but, you know, these are educators. They're making decisions about it, um, and they're consulting with parents. And that, to me, is, you know, what we want to do, right? We know it's there. We know the technology is the reality. So are there times and places for it? 
Well, you know, as a matter of fact, you sound like you're on the same page as the Ford government. They say they uh, will ban the cell phones except when teachers want to incorporate them into lessons and kids with special needs as well uh, would be allowed to bring them into the classroom. So aren't you guys in agreement? Well, you know, this is what's so interesting about this. Like, I don't know why the Ford government made such a big deal about this, because really what they're doing is kind of status quo. It's what's happening already. I think they were using it as a bit of a distraction, to be honest. I I think that they're distracting from some of the other bigger and more important issues because at the end of the day, yeah, it, the truth is it's not going to change that much. And they're making it sound like they're you know, going to take all those cell phones out of classes, but they're not really going to do that. So, so what, I would, you know, what I think this is about is, is distracting a little bit from some of the other issues that I think a lot of people are really concerned about, like the class size increases. Well, uh, let me just challenge that, because if they're also very, very uh, interested in seeing math scores uh, progress, because we're not getting bang for buck when it comes to math, for example, uh, having all teachers mandated to have to take a course in math on an annual basis, I mean, that speaks to that issue of uh, failing, especially in the grade six cohort, 49% of the kids actually can only meet the standard EQAO uh, test scores. So... Maybe that's the point, that uh, these phones or devices might make students intellectually lazy. Like, uh, you know, why would you need to know how math works if you can just go and, uh, you know, summon it up on your Google box? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's not, you know, I, I think for sure some students are using them, like, for calculators. And, in fact, calculators are allowed in a lot of classes right now. So that's another interesting debate, right, about that. But, you know, I, I, I actually think on that point, like, on the math situation, the government actually has made this big uh, brouhaha about how they're putting in place these new, they're going to support teachers to do these extra, extra additional qualification courses in mathematics. That already existed. That actually existed under the last government. <laughs> and so, if you, you know, it was already in place and then they halted it, they froze it, and now they put it back again. So, I, I mean, again, it's to me, I'm not really seeing a whole lot new here. And, and I think um, some of this is, is just designed, it's like re-announcing stuff that already exists. Merritt Stiles on the line, the NDP's education critic. Further to the idea that, you know, cell phones, laptops, and things like that allowed in classrooms, uh, well, the Ford government's planning to ban cell phone use in the classrooms. Maybe they've got another consideration. It's where uh, young people would access information. Are we confident that they're going to uh, sources that don't somehow boy, I hate to say this, proselytize, propagandize. I mean, uh, I asked a young person recently where they're getting most of their information, they say on Twitter. And uh, I kind of shrunk from uh, that because, I mean, look, uh, you know, this has to do with perhaps being susceptible to only certain points of view. You can appreciate that, right? Well, I, you know, I mean, I think as like a parent myself, and I, I think parents out there, this is something we grapple with too. Our kids are doing projects, they're doing research. We used to go in the olden days, we'd go to the encyclopedia, you know, or the library. And now they're going online for all their research. And yeah, they need to learn how to find good, solid research and not find research that's only one perspective. And they need to learn that critical thinking. And that's actually really important skill for life, right? Because that is kind of the reality we're in right in this moment. So I mean, I actually think that's a really important part of what teachers do is to help is to help students understand, you know, that what they're looking at to see it through a critical lens. Well, all right. Some may even suggest that the teacher themselves uh, or uh, themselves is susceptible to uh, certain types 
of agendas or points of view, but uh, I'll leave it for now. It's just one of those things that I guess has entered the equation of considerations to uh, ban or allow for cell phones and other types of devices in the classroom. Merit, it's always a pleasure to get your perspective. Thanks for it. Thank you. You got a Merit Styles again as the NDP's education critic. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.